DMZ. DMZ. I had a question. Can I talk my shit again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Can I talk my shit again? What up, yo, Maji? What up, Blur? What up, Mike? What up, Black Ant? Profit. Uh, VMG. Hold up. Hold up. Hey, folks, it's Boy Black. Black is the Librarian Podcast. L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T. Instagram, Twitter. You can um, stream the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and Google. And anywhere else you can get the Librarian Podcast. Click stream and enjoy overall. And um, I was stumbling because that's how bad this WWE Super Showdown was. Um, so bad that it took a while for you to even post this shit because I was disgusted by how it all planned out. I had a segment I was going to go on it, but the moment I saw Goldberg winning and beating Bray Wyatt is the moment I just didn't even want to talk about it no more because you killed a man's character to out extent. And, um, yeah. But nonetheless, Super Showdown was a waste. We fast forward two weeks, a week and a half later now, we have WWE Elimination Chamber, a proper pay-per-view. With four weeks left now until WrestleMania. And I just want to break down everything match by match and where I rank it at all. At all. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go through the list. And before we even do that, I'm going to let, you know, it's a brief intermission and then we'll get back to the show. All right? Burn. Okay, so I just finished watching this. Pre-game, I guess this is a pre-game with the Viking Ravens against Kirk Hawkins and Zack Ryder. And, um, it's alright. I was kind of, I'll give it, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a modest 65. Actually, no, I'll give it a modest 70. It wasn't, it was, it, it, it really, I didn't really, it didn't really do much. It took away 10 minutes, which was good enough for me to just say, okay, 10 minutes is good enough because anything longer would have been a disappointment. And there's matches that shouldn't go. There's a certain there's certain matches that shouldn't even extend its breaking its its reach. This didn't hit its reach. It, Ten minutes was good enough for me to enjoy. You know the the crowd wasn't really getting into it in the beginning, but they started to towards the end of it. And the right team won the Viking Raiders. I don't think you're gonna make you're gonna make some type of upset with Zack Ryder and Kirk Hawkins. Not saying they're scrubs, but they're not. They're a shell of themselves at this point in their career in WWE. So you gotta job it out to a guy, to a group that is in contention in the tag team division. And the Vikings Raiders are definitely a contention in the tag team division every time they step down onto the mat or, or ring, however you wanna call it. So 10 minutes was good enough. Vikings Raiders was able to get the win. Crowd was okay. You know, crowd was lukewarm, but you know, this is the pregame, so. You got to get everything, you know, you just got to get everything in perspective. And that's it. They won. To the who. Okay, just finished watching Daniel Bryan Drew Gulak. And I'm not going to lie. This was interesting. I knew Drew Gulak, you know, had ability ever since 205 Live. But, you know, we never we never know about these wrestlers in 205 Live until they hit the main stage. Um, who was from 205 Live? As you see, this is how bad I, 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 I'm horrible. I don't even know that many people from 205 Live. <laughs> but Ruku Gulak. He put on a show. He put on a dope show. 
against Daniel Bryan of all people, and he took him to the limit. And Daniel Bryan was able to finish him off with the yes lock. And honestly, he was KO'd. He beat him in a technical knockout, like a TKO, like he TKO'd Drew lock. This was amazing. Overall, I give this a, a solid 80. You know, it's not the main people that can go move from woo against Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak for the for the for the majority of this match was really doing it. He's really going back to back move for move against him. I enjoyed it overall. This was a solid match. Not the greatest, but this was very well done. And Daniel Bryan was able to overcome it. Salute. So after 20 minutes of high-paced action, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between Alberto Carrillo and the champion of the United States, Andrade, multiple, multiple back and forth roll-ups and multiple roll-ups. Listen, anyway, listen, I give this as a trick 70 only because I have seen him face each other way too many times for the United States championship with Andrade winning. And same result, Andrade winning. I'm going to see him like... Humberto gets close and close and close. As many moves as he does, he comes up short. I hope that's the last time they face each other. I think I'll try that guy face somebody else. Who? I don't know. But WrestleMania is in four weeks. And I think he needs a new opponent. I do not want to see on Humberto Carrillo one-on-one against each other. Unless you, if it's a triple threat match, then I guess it's okay. Maybe you spice it up a little bit. But these two facing each other, they got great chemistry. Okay. These guys are two of the best young talents out here in WWE. And hopefully they they continue to have that for years to come. But this, you know, rivalry... Listen, I, this rivalry is a little bit better than Roman Reigns and um, Baron Corbin rivalry. At least this one is, is action-packed. You, you're getting the best out of these two high-flying, jumping around the turnstiles, doing every little crazy move and acrobatic stunts. But overall... The fact that they facing each other like for the seventh, eighth time already for the United States Championship is over with. Listen, Andrade is a bigger wrestler. He's so I guess you want to put you definitely want to put him over. But you're, you're building Humberto Carrillo as a guy that's supposed to succeed. I uh, see the problem is they got two good guys that they both want to push to the top, and they only they can only push one at a time. Right now is Andrade. It is right now. I'm, it's definitely his time right now, and hopefully they continue to keep pushing him because I think that's how it has to be. It sucks because they put himself in the corner, putting these two guys against each other. Maybe it was separated with other, you know, well-established wrestlers, then this wouldn't be an issue. But the fact that they did it the way they did, I, I don't know. But overall, um, I'll go out on a limb. I'm just gonna say. Hopefully, there is not a WrestleMania with these guys unless there's a stipulation or something. And that's it. But Andrade, when I give this a 70, because I'm tired of seeing, you know, roll up for the pin. And I'm tired of seeing these guys facing each other again and again and again. So 70, that's my final. Well, for the WWE SmackDown Championship, it was a 16 match with John Morrison and the Miz, the champions. Defending it against the Usos, The New Day, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and I believe Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. There was no way that I. First of all, I didn't think that um. Didn't really. I didn't really. Ex, you know. I didn't really think that the Miz and John Morrison was gonna lose this. Despite they wrestled early on in the you know in the match, just a lot. Everybody was there. You know, pretty much everybody was there to be there. A lot of high octane offense. A lot of good maneuvers. A lot of deceptions. A lot of a lot of whole bunch of everything that you you were expecting the elimination chamber. You know, I think other people will highlight the fact that Otis was able to run through the chamber and go outside the ring. Which has never been done before. He literally just ran through the whole metal window or a pexi glass or whatever, and just fell out to the ring post. Or Lindsay Dorado flipping from the cage and and everything that came with it. But overall, I enjoyed it. This is a solid 80. This was a good match. From big from you know the the this was well you know 30 minutes. This is well good. This is time well 40 minutes at least. Um, the Miz and John Morrison was able to retain it after they knocked off the Usos. Um, as I said, this was this was this was a good match. I don't I don't even want to get too many to do. I don't want I don't want too much details to be said on this right now. Overall, this was a it was well worth it. I enjoyed it, and there's more positives than the negatives. So I'll take it for what it is. And plus, you know, the right team won, and the Miz and John Morrison, since they just re they just captured the championship, you can't just lose it in a matter of days. So, I'll give it to them. They held their ground, and they most likely will be heading to WrestleMania as champions, which is probably the right thing to do, uh, depending on who they faced. I think that's, that, we don't know. We got a no DQ match between Alistair Black and AJ Styles, even though he's with the OC. For the most part, this was AJ Styles just being AJ Styles. Um, what I like about AJ Styles is just how he's able to just. You got when you see his AJ Styles matches, he's very calculative on his approach, and just that whole match right now with. Alistair Black, he yo, he just had the, just the the confidence, and he already told you why he got his buddies with him, and and you know he the fact that he could admit that and not even try to sugarcoat it, you know he's one damn good, he's a good ass character. AJ Styles is a good ass character, and I ain't gonna lie, um. I think AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles put his foot in his mouth a little too much, more than he uh, he even bargained for, especially when it came to the Undertaker now out of nowhere just appearing, you know. And I don't. I'm not absolutely. I'm not mad that the Undertaker was even in this. I think we all knew that Undertaker would be in this. I was more surprised that Alistair Black even won, because even after all that was done. Undertaker bandage. I thought the OC was guiding up, but the OC was all knocked out. Undertaker was very, I mean, Undertaker bench choke stamp AJ Styles. And then Alistair Black, by far maybe the biggest win in his career against a, a future Hall of Famer in AJ Styles. No, hands down he is. Knocked him out with the black mask. 
Alistair Black wins. But um, I'm not no no disrespect to Alistair Black, but I don't think the focus is now the, the focus can't be on Alistair Black, especially with the Undertaker now in the picture. What does this all means? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that there's a collision course that these two are going to face each other at WrestleMania. There's only a foregone conclusion ever since AJ Styles kept mocking the Undertaker right now in the Super Showdown. He mocked him in this pay-per-view, and in, in two pay-per-views in the last what week and a half, two weeks, Undertaker's how Undertaker has foiled his you know his plans of winning. So now I'm pretty sure AJ Styles has had enough of this. Most likely, this is gonna definitely be a WrestleMania match between The Undertaker and AJ Styles. What type of match, who knows? How this is gonna be played out, no one knows. Um, good luck, AJ Styles. But maybe, maybe good luck, Undertaker, because Undertaker's, he's, it's showing. Father Time has not been kind to Undertaker despite The Undertaker still He's still doing. He's still gonna. He can still wrestle. There's no doubt about it. But his body, it's just, it's, 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 it's finished. Like I don't want to see a, a Undertaker at 54, 55 years old, still trying to wrestle like he's 25. He's not. That show, that choke slam, was, was, was maybe one of the worst choke slams I've ever seen. Maybe the one he had with Goldberg was probably the worst. But it's just his. That just he's not. He's not able to pick people up the way he used to. I don't know what to expect if they do make this into a WrestleMania fight, what which most likely will happen, but I don't know. Hopefully, the Undertaker is in better shape by the time that happens. We got a couple. We got four weeks left. Maybe he can get his you know stamina up or do something that will will, will make it worth you know. But working with AJ Styles, you know AJ Styles worked with the best and he worked with the worst and. Maybe he'll make this into a good situation. Overall, this match, um, this was fun. This was fun. Um, but 75 at least, you know. I think, I don't want to say the Undertaker messed it up, but I think, was, I think Undertaker could have done anything else right now. He didn't even have to do anything. He could have just striked the fear inside the head of AJ Styles, and then I would have been happy with that. But, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it as that. Raw Tag Team Championship with the Street Profit and the Monday Night Messiah Murphy. Um, listen, this is probably too soon to even have this rematch. I understand these guys have been fighting back and forth for the last couple of weeks. And ever since Seth Rollins has become this, now this new type of heel character as the Monday Night Messiah, he's been a thorn to everybody. In the in the raw roster right now, from a small Joe to to the Viking Raiders to even Kevin Owens, I admit this was um this was this was I uh, this was decent. The fight was decent. The antics was funny. Vikings Raiders came in. AOP went down there to go after them. That took them out of the game, which was really a two on two match. And you know the Street Profits, they you know what, they got they got some they're rough around the edges a little bit. I think Hawkins and Ford, you know, a couple more matches into them right now, they can definitely do something. I uh, you know this Raw Tag Team Championship has been, been like a hot potato 
this whole year flipping around and to other people and hopefully if the street profits hold on to it maybe they can hold on to it for as long as they can if not then it's whatever but hopefully th hopefully they get better results with the tag team championship and with with um then kevin owens came in you know sitting down with popcorn he was just chilling like it was nobody's business um that was that was ultimate distraction Seth rollins didn't like this the street profits took advantage of that and it was able to pin Murphy, and you know, just to you know, just for insurance, Kevin Owens stunned Seth Rollins, which also looks like um, we're gonna have a you know a, a royal not, not a WrestleMania. I'm sorry, WrestleMania match between those two. Maybe, no, it's not official, but most likely that's gonna be the scenario. I think Seth Rollins is gonna gonna have to leave this Raw Tag Team Championship behind. And get his ass back to focus and just challenge Kevin Owens one on one inside some type of match. I would like to see it as a steel match or steel cage match between these two or hell in a cell. Maybe they can finally face each other and just get this bloodshed out the way between these two. Who knows? Or maybe those two with Murphy and then he, he and Samoa Joe, since Samoa Joe should be back right now from his suspension by that time. Anything, anything, something, at least. Seth Rollins has always been a showman when it came to the WrestleMania events, and hopefully he can give himself another classic WrestleMania performance. And Kevin Owens, you know, since coming to Raw, he's really been, you know, he's been in and out and in and out. But maybe, just maybe, this can be his key, and maybe WrestleMania will be the ticket for him to really put put him up on top. But um. Street Profits got the Tag Team Championship, and this is a 70. Yeah, I give this a, I'm good, I'll give this a 60. I didn't like this match at all between this this bullshit triple threat handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. So you mean to tell me either one, either one of these three guys is going to win the, could, could win the, could win the Intercontinental Championship and can really sit here and play a high five with each other like they, they're not upset that they didn't win? Nah, I don't think so. There, there's no way in hell. Unless you're really telling me that they really stand up Sami Zayn to head into WrestleMania with a moment for him to be champion. First of all, Sami Zayn has not earned any type of rights to even be Intercontinental. Sorry, the IC Championship. You mean to tell me? And he ain't doing nothing up to this point right now other than be a manager to Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. So you mean to tell me now with this stipulation, first of all, Braun was stupid even accepting this. I, I don't feel like any one of them should have won this other than Braun Strowman. And now this really look made this this right here honestly made Braun Strowman look like a prophetic big man. The likes we haven't seen since the, the Big Show. Like he can't do anything right for himself. He just he's too hot headed. He runs around not really having no type of care in the world and. I I didn't like the match. I'm sorry. This I think something needs something needs to switch up on Braun Strowman's arsenal. He needs to do he needs to do something different. Get these hands is getting played out right now. He's because no because like you said, Sami Zayn wasn't getting no type of hands at all from Strowman. Sami Zayn avoided that all that that issue one way or another. Or but if you if like you said, I'm just only I'm just picturing in my head. WrestleMania right now, Sami Zayn with the IC Championship. 
Um, him and Braun Strowman. First of all, they got. There's there's no way in hell that they're gonna be one on one. This gotta be done in the. This something gotta really be done to contain him inside. Us this the ring right now. Something because Sami Zayn is just not gonna. Sami Zayn is not can't one on one beat Braun Strowman. It's been it's a known fact. Sami Zayn just don't work well in Braun Strowman case. If they even get to that point where they even face each other in the in the WrestleMania, unless Braun Strowman gets screwed over, and that's about it. I'm happy, you know, he, he was short lived with that championship, and hopefully he gets it back. I didn't like this match. This is a 60, a pure 60. I would have made it lower if it was possible. I'm, but I'm gonna give it pure 60. To me, it was not good. And actually, now take that step back. I put this a 50. What I'm doing? I make the rules. I give this a pure 50. This was hard. I didn't like this match. I didn't like the stipulation. I didn't like the direction this match was going. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't feel the match at all. Last match in the Elimination Chamber was the six-woman match to determine who's going to face Becky Lynch for a Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Whew. Wow. Becky's had that championship for a long time. A calendar year. The longest woman's Raw champion ever. She's really had that belt going. Salute to her, though. Um, I don't know if this is going to be the end. But she's had it for a long time right now. And maybe it would be a good time to maybe drop the title to Shayna Baszler. If you, and oops, if you think this was a spoiler alert. I will hope you yeah, don't think it's a spoiler alert. Because if you ever really thought that anybody else was going to win that whole elimination chamber against face Becky Lynch other than Shayna Baszler, yeah, we are bugging. Listen, Shayna Baszler, she had she went in, she went to the elimination chamber as a fourth person coming out that little cubicle, and she made everybody tap out. It was Natalia, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan beating each other up. It was okay. The moment Shayna Baszler came in, it was a game changer. It was over. <clears throat> Put the Put the kneecaps to the face to both Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan and dispatched both of them and went in a matter of 60 seconds. Then got Natalia. You know, she was she know she wasn't gonna take no beat down easily. So she got her locked up. She got her right there in a little cubicle box and started slamming the door at her, bound, 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 banging her on her chest, and then gave her the um, the what's that what's that thing? The the her garana, something like that. I don't know. It's like a it's like the version of the Conquina, the Conquina clutch that Samoa Joe be doing to his opponents. But Shannon Baszler does it effectively. So, Natalia, she, you can see she sat up before she passed out. So, you know, other than her waiting, you know, because, you know, Elimination Chamber rules, you got to wait at least five minutes. So, after Liv, I think it was Liv Morgan came out and she started swinging the best she can, but Shayna Baszler is so physically strong. Started swinging her through the gates and to the door, and she made her tap out. Well, now she even tapped. She passed out. She refused to tap, so she passed out. And then it was her and Asuka, and then Asuka, you know, this, you know, Asuka gave her everything she can, and Asuka, she was, Asuka was already injured already, so the moment that Shayna Baszler, you know, knew that, he, she, she picked on the arm on Asuka, and Asuka gave her everything she can, but as ferocious as Asuka is, and Asuka is dangerous herself, she was no match for Baszler. Baszler, Baszler just said, nah, enough with this shit. 
and made her pass out completely. Oscar wasn't tap. You you can tell Oscar's not tapping out. Oscar rather pass out before she taps out, and she passed out. Shayna Baszler is a full. We already knew it was going to be a foregone conclusion. Everybody knew that. That's why I took ten points off. But because the way she savagely beat everybody up, dismantled them in a matter of seconds. I that's I give it points to this. I give this the eighty five just off the strength of Shayna Baszler dismantling all five females. First wrestler to ever tap everyone in a in one elimination chamber. Now listen, she was already she's already she was already dominant when it came to the Royal Rumble and it proved what she can what she was able to do. She's like she is the female Brock Lesnar. We all thought Ronda Rousey might be that, that female version of Brock Lesnar, but Shayna Baszler might be the equalizer. I mean, that's it. There's not much you can say after that. It's going down the way it's going down. Shayna Baszler is heading to WrestleMania with all sets on taking out Becky Lynch. And I think considering the year that Becky Lynch has had, listen, none of, some of the matches ain't been great, but Becky Lynch has still been able to manage to become champion from Becky two belts to compete to get to the tag team just just to, and just to hold on to that raw tag team the raw women's championship for that long eventually it's going to come to a point where this is going to end and it might end in this Wrestlemania maybe it's going to be her time to drop that title maybe um She's she's at that point right now where she don't have to hold on to it. Maybe it is time to pass that along to another wrestler. But um, if they choose to, if they choose to listen, if they choose to have Becky hold on to it. Then okay, fine. It'll makes it probably makes sense. Maybe the best way to maybe have her hold on to it. Just to see what can Shayna Baszler do, but if you want Becky Lynch to just hold on to it, then by all means, I think she's the most dominant female wrestler in Raw. Um, I'm pretty sure Charlotte's gonna go to NXT by the time she gets her hands on Real Ripley for the NXT Championship. So I don't think Charlotte is too concerned right now. Plus, Charlotte's already faced Raw and SmackDown so many times. You want to see something different anyway, so. Her face at NXT stars, it would be a refreshing start for her case and her career. Um, you already got Sasha Banks. You already got Bailey on SmackDown. Maybe they'll face each other for the SmackDown Championship. Who knows? You still got about a couple more weeks left. Maybe if Nia Jax is cleared to wrestle, maybe they can insert her back into the mix. And maybe they can give her that opportunity to become the SmackDown Champion. She picked a good time to come back from injuries right now. And maybe that can help, you know, Nia Jax. She is a dominant female wrestler also, and maybe that right there will help jumpstart. Everything is going into the motion right now for WrestleMania. The only thing that can stop them is this whole coronavirus scare, which I'll talk about in my next episode. I don't really, you know, look into the new episodes after the current episodes, but... Next episode definitely is going. I'm gonna talk about coronavirus more into depth and what's going on around the world with the shit. 
Um, but yeah, this is what Brain is the Librarian Podcast. L e t b u r n r a n t. Hashtag that with a little flame emoji on the end of it, and you'll see links of my podcast everywhere: Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, and I believe Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever you want to call it, but Apple Podcasts. Click stream and enjoy. Enjoyed your day, evening, night, wherever you're at in the world. And on to the next episode. Burn. Yo, what's good? It's your boy OG Bernie. You can follow the Lurk Burn Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Click stream and enjoy. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T. You go to hashtag Lurk Burn with the little flame emojis. Click stream and enjoy overall. Burn.